Hi, everyone. Welcome. I'm Steve Wolenhaus. This is Anatomy of Success. This week, to be a kind person, seven things make life so much better. Let's get started. Again, I'm Steve Wollenhouse, and this is Anatomy of Success. Glad you joined us. Each week we discuss my four tenets of equanimity, better health, healthy relationships, healthy intimate relationships, and more satisfying work. Those broad categories contain a myriad of topics we can discuss and hopefully some actionable steps that we can take to move in the direction of improving life satisfaction. And I can promise you, you focus on those four things and move in the direction of cultivating greater career joy and satisfaction and health your relationships and focus on your health mentally, physically, spiritually, life gets a whole lot better. Subscribe to the podcast if you would. We always are grateful for ratings and reviews. And then when you get a chance, swing over to weatherology.com. That's my company page at the top of my About Us section. You'll find links to LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok as well. And then grab the Weatherology mobile app. It's free. Take full advantage of that remarkable tool. Compliments of my technology. Team. You know, I wish during these troubling times we would hear more stories about the heroic sacrifices that medical professionals made over the past couple of years and continue to make for sick and unhealthy and dying people and certainly hear more stories about the brave acts of heroics throughout history. It's difficult times that bring out the best in people and bring people together and elevate human kindness. Unfortunately, this past several years has done just the opposite. It's been a catalyst for pushing people apart. Politics have been driving that narrative. Whether it's the Civil War, the nation coming together after a bloody conflict, and Abraham Lincoln leading the way by visiting Confederate soldiers. The smallpox outbreak in 1901, which profiled enormous sacrifice to help the sick at the expense of becoming infected themselves. Many people opened their homes to people to care for these individuals. The San Francisco earthquake back in 1906, a disaster that claimed almost 3,000 lives, many people created makeshift tents to provide shelter and necessities for those that were dislodged from their home. The Spanish flu, 1918, one-third of the world's population, one-third was infected and over 675,000 Americans died. Nurses led the charge by handling a staggering number of cases each and every day. Hurricanes, natural disasters, World War II, 9-11, and now this most recent pandemic. Every tragedy seems to bring us a little closer together if we allow it to. And it's human kindness that inspires those tremendous sacrifices. When we step back and appreciate another person's pain, we succumb to compassion, humility, grace, kindness, empathy, which motivates a desire to be more altruistic. So our focus should be on teaching kids kindness. Adults can reap the benefits as well. While we don't, that's a $10,000 question. Franklin Delano Roosevelt said this, Human kindness has never weakened the stamina or softened the fiber of free people. A nation does not have to be cruel to be tough. So here are seven benefits of making kindness a top priority.
Number one, happiness. Acts of kindness activate the portion of our brain responsible for joy. The response is addictive, incidentally, and results in the desire to experience that joy of giving more frequently. It also teaches us to receive love and kindness with an open heart. So why we don't teach kids to become more kind instead of promoting certain political prejudice versus the common sense approach? We love each other regardless of what we believe, what color we are, what orientation we might be. It's a life skill that could really make a huge difference. Government schools not so dedicated to that. Maybe there's a better alternative. Next, better health. More happiness equals less stress, and the mental and physical benefits have been well documented. Considering all the research that shows the importance of being kind, we should make offering kindness a part of our daily commitment to better health. We derive the benefits, and the recipient does as well. This virtuous cycle also encourages reciprocity. Make better health top priority. Make kindness a part of that commitment. great sense of belonging. Being kind creates a sense of belonging and increases self-worth. It also helps create a more positive picture of the world around us and an optimistic attitude in the process. When we dwell on the negative aspects of the world around us, which is easy to do today, we endorse a reality consistent with division, divisiveness, bitterness, disdain. We become rigid in our belief system and focus on those differences. Kindness is the only way people come together and spend less time focused on division and more time focused on all the common denominators we share and there's plenty. Next, more gratitude. Teaching children kindness helps them appreciate their good fortune. At work, helping people show appreciation for one another brings teams together, closer together, and creates more positive energy. Gratitude is a positive tool that helps redirect the emphasis off ourself and place it on another person. It also helps embrace abundance and discourages thoughts of scarcity. A sense of entitlement creates negative energy. Feelings of gratitude, on the other hand, inspires actions that help us and help us make the world a better place. Ralph Waldo Emerson said this, you cannot do a kindness too soon for you never know how soon it will be too late. Next, results. When politicians, for instance, and their advocates focus on all the differences they have with their adversaries and they refuse to listen, they shove their opinions and their policies down other people's throats, it creates division and leads to the perception of us versus them. That mindset forces people to make a decision and they defend their beliefs and their attitude with reckless abandon. When we concentrate on those differences, there's no chance of coming together in the spirit of cooperation or amelioration. Kindness, that's the first step toward repairing the damage and moving in a more positive direction. Less bullying. Bullies have invaded the internet and their influence is far more insidious than the good old days when bullies patrolled playgrounds. When our enemies hide behind a computer screen, spew their hatred for no other reason than they're miserable or they disagree, the consequences very damaging. 
The convenience of being able to pile on an enemy and collaborate with other knuckleheads leverage that hate as a medium of distraction. More kindness, that's the only way to break through that and obviate the effects of those adversarial dynamics. Problem? It's very tough. I realize that. But we can do our part. And finally, lower depression. Kindness increases the production of serotonin in our brain. That's the feel-good chemical, and it's all organic. When we give, we feel better, and so does the recipient. The result, a natural antidepressant. Spreading more kindness has no negative side effects, by the way. Teaching kids to show more kindness, that will ensure a future generation of adults that act with greater emotional intelligence and self-awareness. Adults need to learn that skill set as well, and we need to practice every day. You know, the level of our success is limited only by our imagination and no act of kindness, however small, is ever wasted. This conversation today, probably a lot of common sense stuff, but it doesn't hurt to reiterate the obvious. Hope you benefited from our discussion on making kindness a critical part of your daily healthcare routine. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. Thank you for joining us. Come back next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic. Oh,